0: Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Faith in It podcast, where we bridge the gap between spirituality and everyday life. I'm your host, LaShonda Tania, and I'll be showing you just how realistic it is to build a vibrant relationship with God. So on today's episode, I'm going to be diving into a topic that I just feel very led and very passionate to speak about. And that is the power of prayer. So. I know that a lot of people uh, have questions about how can they deepen their prayer life or, you know, how can they pray better and things like that. But I really just want to uh, have a conversation about what the word says about prayer and really, you know, dive into the results of prayer. Prayer is not just Um, something that we should be doing for ourselves. Prayer is something that we should be doing to exalt God, to honor God, to worship God, to thank God, to communicate with God. We should not just be talking and going into prayer because we are going through a low time or we're going through something or we're, you know, trying to get something from God. We should be praying to be in constant communication. I remember when I was young, y'all. The only time I felt like I seen people praying was at Thanksgiving when we was blessing the food. And I know I don't know about y'all, but y'all know, um, you know when you young, you ready to eat, like you know y'all got a prayer, but deep down in your mind, you be like, they probably gonna call on this person to pray, or you know, like when they be like, who gonna bless the food? Just something in your stomach, maybe like, oh, don't call on me, like you know, it was like you kind of had a person in mind in the family like this is the person who gonna pray for the food they know how to pray and I can remember feeling like that as a kid just feeling like you know I don't know how to pray I don't know what to say and then I would hear you know my elders praying the only prayer I pretty much knew was um, God is good God is great thank you for the food you know or the uh now I lay me down to sleep I pray the lord my soul to keep and those was like the only two real prayers that I knew I never really had experienced or you know really learned I guess you could say, how to pray. And then when I did hear people praying, I feel like it was just something that I could not do. Like, it was not a thing that was attainable for me. Like, it was people who knew how to pray, and it was people who wasn't. And I don't know if y'all ever felt like that, but that's just how I felt when I was growing up. Now, it wasn't until I became an adult and God placed it on my heart to do a prayer call. And I remember just feeling so dreadful, like, whoa, like, okay, God, like I know at, at this time in my life, you know, I was 28 and I had been praying. I had experienced some things in my life that had begun to teach me to pray and, you know, going to church and, you know, just learning different things like that over time or seeing different things. I felt like, you know, I, I knew that I was to take all things to God in prayer but i remember just hearing people praying and they was binding and loosing and casting and you know all of this stuff that i just knew nothing about and it was very intimidating because i felt like i didn't know how to pray now naive to the fact that prayer is literally just communication with God and we can just talk to God i felt like there was some formality that i had to be following that i had to be doing when you know i was tasked with this It wasn't until I really started working on this episode that I began to really, really think back on my experience with prayer and what that looked like for me. Because when people ask me, how do you deepen your prayer life? My first response is, it's just something that you have to build a muscle with doing. It's something that you have to practice. It's something that you have to just incorporate in your everyday life. And I feel like God will help you to grow in that area. When I first started praying and I was just, uh, you know, having communication with God before the prayer call, just when I was younger, I would pray a lot about my circumstances. I would pray um, a lot about my family and I I would just say, God, can you please help me with this? God, can you please help me with that? Sometimes a lot of my prayers when I was young was complaints. Like, God, why is this? Can you change this? Can you do this? Can you do that? Like, God, I'm not understanding. And for a very long time, I felt like I did not hear back about those prayers. I felt like I didn't understand. But then I also was not in a space where I felt like I had the spiritual maturity to understand, you know, how it is that I should be trying to hear from God, or even just understanding that God doesn't always answer the prayer in the way that you want it to be answered, but He will answer it and He will answer it in His time. (laughs) Yeah. When I was young, um, my mom used to have this jar and it was like a little black jar and I never knew what it was. And at the time, my mother was a recovering addict, so I just never knew what was in the jar. And I was just nosy and snooping around one day um, just to see what was going on. So I looked in the jar and I can just remember seeing little pieces of paper in there um, with little requests on there. And after we had a conversation about it, um, once my mother got clean and we would talk about certain things, she talked to me about how N.A. had them to create little prayer jars so that they can put their requests in um, and just write down the things that they were believing in God for on the other side of their recovery. And they would look back and they would see these things just coming to fruition as they were getting clean. And I remember when I thought about this concept, it was just something that I thought was cool and something that I thought, you know, I just want to do. I was really into making my vision boards and setting goals and different things like that. So I'm like, let me make a prayer jar and just started. And when I started mine, I had just gotten a, a really bad car accident and fractured my spine. So I was just in the house thinking, talking to, you know, talking to my family about stuff and they were praying for me. But still, I did not feel like I had that prayer life. So I started this prayer jar and this is something that you could do, too. I just got an empty jar. And what I did was on little post I would put the date on it and I would um, write down different little stuff that I was praying about and I would just put it in a jar. And for me, that felt like a, a just realistic and tangible way that I can just give my prayers to God without just thinking about them again and I told myself I'm not gonna open the jar until the end of the year because I want to see all the stuff that God has done and Lord, behold! When I opened it at the end of the next year, there was so many random prayer requests. Like you know how people will post on social media, like pray for me about this, pray for me about that, or people be like, "Man, I'm going through this. Can you pray for me?" I would write those things down because I didn't know how to verbally pray. I didn't know how to verbalize what it was that I wanted to talk and communicate with God. But I did use to journal and write things down a lot, so I would just write down those prayers on, um, post-it notes, like I said, or little pieces of paper. Fold them up and at the end of the year, it was so beautiful to see all of the different things that God had done—not just in, you know, my life, but the things that God was doing in other people's lives. And these were like, you know, what I would consider small things that we're just thinking about, like, oh, you know, my friend is praying for a job, we're gonna put that in there, or my friend is praying for their family, we're gonna put that in there. And it was stuff that I had completely forgotten about, and it just really solidified, you know, and and built up. My trust in God, because I was starting to see like man, all of this stuff is coming to pass, all of this stuff is coming to true now don't give me uh it's coming true, excuse me now, don't get me wrong, there were things in the jar that had not come true, and with those, I would just transfer them into my next jar and this is a, a a long time you know to really wait to see and get some gratification on those prayers, but for me, when I thought back, this is something that helped me to begin to believe in the power of prayer because. I felt like I was tangibly giving my um, care to God with this jar and with these little pieces of paper. And when I looked at the end of the year and I saw things come to fruition, it was just beautiful to see. Now, I, I would say that is the point in my life where I began to um, like build trust with God. But I, I still didn't think that my prayer life was as deep as it is now when it comes down to just the consistency of how much I was praying and really just truly praying, you know, about every single thing. So, fast forward just a little bit after that, when I was uh 24, I had lost my mom and during that time, that's when I had just really started to pray a lot. Um during that time I was dealing with a whole bunch of anxiety, a lot of panic attacks, um suffering with depression, and I just really didn't know what to do. Um a friend of mine, his mom had took me to a prayer breakfast with them and I just remember feeling the difference that day when I went to the prayer breakfast and people were praying. And I really felt like the power of somebody praying for me in that situation when I'm feeling so plagued and down and, you know, stressed and things like that. So once I had um, gotten home, I remember I just was looking up different scriptures and things to deal with anxiety. I also was um, going to grief therapy at the time, but When I was just thinking about, okay, how can I just take this to God? Like I need help, you know, like I'm constantly anxious and stuff like that. I remember just crying out and, and just, you know, just, just praying different things. But, um, what really stuck out to me was Philippians four and six, when it says, do not be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And when I remember reading this scripture, it was like this scripture was was in tune intact because I'm like, man, I am feeling with dealing with anxiety all the time and this scripture tells us do not be anxious about anything but in prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, give your request to God. I didn't know what supplication was. I didn't know, you know, uh exactly what Thanksgiving meant in regards to the Bible and things like that. But as I looked up, looked it up, And I started to see what it was talking about. It was basically just saying, let your requests be made known and be thankful. So that was really the birth of me just constantly praying. And there have been so many things that I've prayed about. Um, even when it came to like different habits, I wanted to change different things that I, I wanted to, to be within my life. I feel like I, I just prayed about it all the time. And again, just because I prayed about it did not mean that it happened right then and there, like or oh, boom. You know, it's it's not like a, a a genie in a bottle. That that's not what I'm trying to come across with prayer. But I did want to let you all know that there is power in prayer. When I started the prayer call, I started to look more and more into different scriptures about what does the Bible say about prayer. First Thessalonians tells us to pray without ceasing, and if the Bible is telling us to pray without ceasing, I took that to heart. I took that in. I'm praying about everything. I'm on my way to work. I'm praying to have a good day. I'm praying about the traffic. I'm praying that my students, um, you know, will will really get the lesson. Or if I had to talk to somebody about something, God, I'm praying that you help me with this. And I feel like, I, again, I did not feel like I had that muscle of just really praying out loud, but I started with those little prayers. So if you're looking to strengthen your prayer life, I would just say start with those little prayers. And and again, just pray without ceasing. Pray all the time about anything. You see something going on, I see a car accident or I see or I hear an ambulance or something, I say, Lord have mercy. Jesus touch the families. Even if it's just a, a small prayer, that is something that I I was doing to build up my muscle in my prayer life. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Then this is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us of our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you forgive other people, when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. And just to give you all some context about this scripture, I'm going to be reading some notes that are in the life application Bible that is um, related to this. So in the part where it's talking about do not be like the hypocrites, um, you know, praying publicly on the street corner, going to private. It says that some people have concluded that Jesus's directions about private pr- Prayer is called into question. Um, all public prayer, but that is not the case. So he's not talking about don't pray in public at all. He's just saying that when you are praying, don't be hypocritical. Don't be just praying for the people to hear you. You need to be praying knowing that your audience is God. Also, um, Jesus has also prayed in public throughout his ministry. So that's why you know it's it's assumed that that's not what Jesus was saying. We need to focus on addressing God. And not how we're coming across. So even if you feel like you don't know what to say, you don't know, you know uh, what, what words to put together. That's not the point. The point is to bring your heart to God. The point is to have a heartfelt prayer. The point is to bring your needs and requests to him, to thank him, to, um, let him know what it is that you have going on, to repent for your sins, to praise God and to, to show him that thanksgiving within the prayer It's not about sounding eloquent in your speech or anything like that. It's mostly about what it is that's coming into your heart. It goes on to say that this is called the Lord's Prayer because Jesus gave this to his disciples as a model for all of his followers to use as we pray. And he provided this as a pattern to be imitated as well as taught to others. We should praise God, pray for his work in the world, pray for our daily needs, pray for forgiveness and pray for help in our daily struggles. You can use the words of the Lord's Prayer to guide your own prayer times in which each, with each line, you can add your own words of praise and your own personal request. What stood out to me is just the fact that we need to make sure that we're coming to God with heartfelt prayers. There have been times where my tears have been my prayers. Crying have been my prayers. My journal entries have been my prayers. It's not always going to come out Um, in the way that you feel like it should so that it can be an acceptable prayer. But the thing is to be in relationship and communication with God and to be open and to be honest. The last scripture that I want to share is Matthew 21 and 22. If you believe you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. So again, when we pray for different things, I'm not saying that everything that you pray for is going to come to pass in the way you want it to come to pass. But if you're asking God for things, you're asking God for wisdom, you're asking God to help you, um, you know, and I know sometimes you ask God and you pray for patience and then here come situations where you're practicing that patience. So I don't know if that's just me, but every time we pray something it's not going to come in the way we think it is, but there is power in prayer. And we have to understand that when we pray, we need to really surrender. We need to pray. And if we don't know how to do so, pray and ask God for that. If you're struggling with something, pray and ask God to help you with that. Be honest. God cannot help who you pretend to be. I know y'all see that all the time. God cannot help who you pretend to be. You need to be who you are before God. And with that and with those prayers, be sincere, be for real. Because God already knows. God knows the things that we're going to pray for before we even open our mouths. Us opening our mouths is just submission and putting it out there and actually, you know, verbalizing and giving that to God. So I'm just praying for you uh, constantly as you are on this journey and you want to deepen your prayer life. So as you're growing in your prayer life, the practical things that I would say you can do is you can get you a clear mason jar or just any type of jar, even if it's just a cup, get you some post-it notes, begin to write your prayers down. If you want to check it in six months, do that in six months. If you want to do it in a year, do it in a year. Maybe you do it every month. Whatever the frequency is that you want to do, try that out and really just begin to submit your prayer request to God in that way. No matter what you're praying for, just continue to pray without ceasing and really lean in to Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not worry about anything, but in all things, submit your prayer requests to God and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will be given to you. In short, prayer is simply just constant communication with God. So do so with a sincere heart and a a genuine spirit and really just talk to him about what it is that you have going on. Before I end this episode, I just want to recap. Make sure you're open and honest and pure heart with your prayers. Understand that prayer is powerful, not because of who we are or what we say, because of the power of God and the power of Jesus and the one that we are praying to. And also to just remember to pray without ceasing. We've been building our prayer community and just praying with each other for about a year and a half now. And I'm just so grateful for the things that God has done. Uh, We have prayed through people losing family members. We have prayed through different life changes. We have prayed through um, just so much stuff. We have praised the Lord. We have cried. We have thanked God. And I'm just so grateful for all that he has been doing within our prayer line because I know that it is nobody but him. If you're interested in joining us for prayer, go ahead and click the link in our show notes. We pray every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Central Standard Time, and we would love to have you. Before we go, I also want to put y'all on this song. It's called When I Pray by Doe, and that song is just so encouraging, so dope, and so comforting when you hear all of the lyrics and what the song says. So I'm going to leave that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Faith in It podcast. I am constantly looking forward to growing with you on this journey. I appreciate you. I love you. And I'll talk with you next week. If this episode blessed you, be sure to screenshot it and share it on your socials. Tag us at She's Faith in It on Instagram. Share this word with a friend. And I'm just praying that you continue to come and join us on the Faith in It podcast every Monday. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon.